Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, a pen to help fix your 3D prints, a pin of many faces, and a way to make your existing blind smart. All that and more coming up, so sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast, the podcast where we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and joining me, a man that has survived his book writing creation. fever, creation yes. fever. And yes, I did. A, a man that I actually, I was going to ask you this before, actually, um, that are you, is midterms, is that is that going to cause nightmares? I don't, I don't believe in them. <laughs> so, the man who doesn't believe, believe in them. midterms. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, we are about there. It is about midway. I think what's more scary is that it's midway through the semester and I have, like, I'm not even ready for this. I, I figure it's like we're barely getting started in the third week, and here I am in like the eighth week of the semester. So I've, I've lost the time. I've lost my my whole livelihood to this bookmaking thing. But it's over. It's done. And I'm happy. Uh, I'm still waiting for you to get a TA, man. Like, yeah, I know. I know. It's like, it can't be that hard to get one. <laughs> but no, I, I don't have that many people. Yeah. But I am so glad that you are back. Like, you know, it's always fun to have a guest host once in a while, but it's just not the same when you're not here. It's, not. it's just not the same at all. I miss it. And, you know, sure, I'm sure. So it's like, because, and that, that also means that I haven't talked to you in like a month, which is totally not cool. Is that a month? Yeah. 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 And I still have your, notice. And I still have your Christmas present that I'm like, I really need to drive <laughs> up there. Uh, yeah. I need to drive, up, drive up there and give it to <laughs> that's funny we'll, we'll figure something out <laughs> and then all right so if it's for your first time watching the show first of all welcome and second of all for anybody who watches the normal show and seems like i am talking a lot faster and a little more distracted i apologize as i've eaten about the equivalent of three pop tarts um frosted pop tarts <laughs> prior to the show because i was just recording another show right before this um, so I apologize for that if I'm talking too fast. And Drew, if I go crazy, just you know, I had just, sausage for dinner oh, and sounds, eggs. Sounds so good. Sounds so yeah. Good. Muffins. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I envy you, sir. All right. So before <laughs> we jump into our projects of the night, we have some news on here. And this one, I am actually a lot. The more I thought about it, the more excited I am for it. So. On Indiegogo, one of the top two crowdfunding platforms out there, and cool guys who let us interview them, um, they have introduced a brand new uh, feature called Secret Perks. Secret? Yeah. So what a secret perk is, the perk is only available to select people that you share a a link to. So if they don't use that link, they will not see that secret perk. So that's ah. good for repeat backers or, you know, your inside influencer club. Say you have you found these five people that, oh, these guys are going to be good influencers for other people to back. You can send them hmm. a secret perk so they can get like a super, super early adopter or like a special edition thing on there. So um, I like this. So, I like that a lot, a lot. Yeah. So you just send them this link and it's just like creating any other perk you just, other than you just select secret perk. I don't. I don't know, Drew. What do you think about this idea? Is is it something that may be good for project creators to use? Yeah, as far as I'm understanding it, it sounds like a, an excellent use of, um, I guess just just kind of making sure that your your inside team because we talk about that all the time. Get your get your crowd 
ready and going so they have first day access. And this secret perk kind of gives them like you you only you'll have this chance. Like if you are in our if you are in our newsletter, you could you can log in and back us anytime and you'll get the secret perk specifically for you if you use this link or whatever it is. I I like this idea a lot. Uh, it rewards that loyalty and it I like the I like the name secret. Secret. I know. It makes you feel like you're part of the cool kids club. Um on the Yes. You know, you can be like, oh and and the thing is you can even cause you know, create this vicious circle by mentioning that you may have a secret perk on your Indiegogo page. And then say, but you'll only get it if you sign up for our newsletter. And then they'll have to go to your newsletter, sign up for that. And that email, you know, um, in the term world of marketing, capturing that email is very powerful. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. I think brilliant. I love, I love this idea. I really, I really do. Yeah. So um, if you're using Indiegogo, um, and that's, that's the thing I like about having these two large crowdfunding platforms is that they're kind of pushing each other to kind of innovate and find new things so this is one of those new ways that they're actually trying to push out all right yeah so, i love this i love that i love that you could you could even like cross promote this with another uh project that was going live at the same time you could say okay hey all the people that are backing my project here's a secret perk for this project that launches oh, I, you know, didn't, I didn't something. even think about that that collaboration that's, that's I great just feel like back us both like, oh wow <laughs> that's great all right so now we've mentioned a new feature on indiegogo it's only fair to mention a new feature on Kickstarter. So Kickstarter today, um, not today, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, has introduced the community tab. So you may be looking at the project pages, and now you're seeing this community tab pop up. It is actually the replacement of the backers tab that used to be there. And mm-hmm. the reason why they did it is they want to focus more on community. So they've done things like give you stats on which states or which cities or which countries are where your top backers are from, um, how many new backers and stuff. And then I think it also shows your top 10. Yeah. Or hmm. top or top eight or top two. Yeah. Your top backers, your top eight backers um, on there. And then you can learn more about your backers and stuff. See how many projects they've backed, go to their profile to see things like that. Um, it allows you to kind of highlight you, you know those those power users it actually helps you find those power users out there um and of course just like the um backers tab was you got to have eight or more registered backers to show up on there so it's always uh, get in there it's always an interesting thing um you know we we talk about community a lot when we we're talking about the show do you think this is going to be helpful i i think so if you if you use it right and i th- i wonder how many uh, project creators actually are gonna are gonna know how to use this information and you know make use of it. But for those people that are serious about their projects, um, having this information could be really could be really nice to know exactly where your backers are coming from and who those power players are to be able to go. Oh, here's somebody that's backed 190 projects. You know, get right in there and just say you you got some clout. Do maybe even just message them directly and say thanks for backing our project. We can't wait to share this with you. If we had an Indiegogo campaign, we'd give you a secret perk. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. You're blowing well, my mind today. Just linking everything together. You're just blowing my mind. Can't do it. Can't <laughs> do just, it. I just love it. All right. So now before we get, jump into the main projects, we have our new segment, which we call Kick Shouts. Pretty much the this is shouts. audio Twitter for your ears for projects that people have sent in and want us to mention. So our first 
One is ungrip, and it is a way to is a simple, effective, and beautiful solution to hold your phone in a flexible way. So if you want to learn more about ungrip, just go on Kickstarter and search for U N G R I P. Oh, there. All right, interested um, already. Yep. All right, I'll kick I'll kick shout a shorty for us, and this one is probably what I love about this one is that I found it by myself, but you guys already talked about it a little bit on the stream last week, but I wanted to point it out because I thought it was interesting enough. And because it's all about poop and unicorns. <laughs> so it's the Poop Unicorn Scarf. There's a project called the Unicorn Poop and Zombie Entrail Scarf that you basically have a stuffed animal that you can carry with you. And when you get cold, you can pull out the zombie's entrails or the unicorn's poop, and it becomes this very colorful scarf that you can then wear. So go check that one out. That'll be in the show notes. Whew. All right. And one... It's classy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't... I love it, but Jane didn't, apparently. All right, and then the last kick shout we have, Rock Band 4. Yes, it's already out on consoles, but they want to make a PC version. Head on, and so that's the, they want to make a PC version. So instead of going to Kickstarter or anything, go on to fig.co and search for Rock Band 4 PC. It also will show up on the front page. We've covered fig before, so you guys know the spiel for that. And good luck to Harmonix, because we like their games. <laughs> All right, so... Let's jump into our projects tonight. And Drew, I'm going to need your help on this because I am not the 3D printing expert. You are the 3D printing expert. But I just I thought am. this was cool. <laughs> on there. Have so, I seen this one? I'm excited. So our first project of the night is called the Fixer 3D. And so I, I know this. So when you're printing things on a 3D printer, usually sometimes you got to put in supports and stuff. So the 3D yeah, printer kind of has a a way of holding it up because you don't want it to fall over while you're printing. And some, and if, if I'm understanding this right, sometimes if you're like starting two inches off the ground, it needs some kind of base, right, for it to Yeah, in fact, everything second. has a base. Okay. Almost every one of these printers that do this kind of MakerBot style, almost every one of them will have a base and lots of support material. You don't even think about how much is there. but And, and it usually doesn't come off as clean as it's supposed to. Yeah, so like when you pick it off, you're going to get these like pop marks and stuff, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I, I get that with my Gundam models too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be careful – Using like uh, wire cutters and stuff, you know, try to cut it and get a good clean cut, but it's plastic, and sometimes it'll just take a chunk off, and you're like, Ugh. and it's it's not that smooth surface that you expect, right? Um, right, right. There. So apparently, and I don't know this because I don't 3D print things, but in the 3D printing world, the way to fix that is usually to put some kind of resin onto it and then have it cure, so you can get that smooth surface. Am I am I right or wrong? Yeah, there? yeah. There's a couple of ways to soften it. Depending on what plastic you're using, you can use a, a resin and recure it. If it's a, if it, if you have a UV curable resin, or some people will actually put it into a, um, it's, it's like a, it's not a heat, like a heat bath almost, like mm-hmm. the, or a, no, a vapor, a vapor bath that'll smooth smooth oh, the edge. But okay. so this, you have a project that will fix these so, things. So this project, the Fixer 3D, is actually a pen that holds a syringe that holds that curable UV resin on there. And it oh, also okay. has a UV light built in. So what you can do is it runs on a motor that you can program so you control how much resin actually comes out when you actually press the button and move it. So you can have it come out as little dots or you can have a, a continuous flow like a glue, glue gun or something mm-hmm. on there. Okay. And so you can actually move it over to the, over your parts that you want to fix. And then you just turn on the UV light and it will cure right there. You don't even have to move the pen. It's just all Which would allow all right you there. to stitch multiple parts together because yeah. a lot of these things that you print you break them into pieces so they can lay flat and print quicker that would allow you to put things back together yeah. so 
the, if you look at the picture, it shows you how it's, they're filling in those pot marks so you can have those, that smooth surface with the UV light. And lo, like you mentioned, because not all 3D, you know, 3D printers have different size build plates. And you can't, mm-hmm. if you want to build some mm-hmm. ginormous gen, you, you got to cut it up or you're not going to have a yeah. 3D printer big enough for it. You can actually use this almost like a glue gun to cure it while, while you're doing it right there. They have a good mm. picture of this Eiffel Tower. It's actually three pieces. And what they do is they just move it around the edges of the two pieces and it cures on there from there. Um, and it huh. should work with all, all, all of the uh, curable resin out there. Um, they've actually open sourced the source code for there. So this was kind of unique. They, so they're, they're like, okay, you can use it kind of like the gun and stuff. But since you can control the nozzle movement and stuff, you could actually turn it into almost a DIY 3D printer. Right. You almost do your own build of stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So they're, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. Their interface is not the most beautiful thing out there. But if you're 3D printing things, you're probably used to interfaces like right, this. And right. we're, we're, so you can control how fast things come out. And even the uh, diameter, I think the smallest diameter is like 60 nanometers or something like that. Or yeah, the minimal drop rate is thirty microliters, so that's actually a small amount and helps you clear mm-hmm. everything up on there. It runs on a battery that's four hundred uh, milliamp hours, um, and that should oh, it's you. rechargeable battery. Yeah, it's a rechargeable battery um, yeah. with via USB port, and you can also since it's a syringe, you can use it to suck up resin too. So say you're like me and you suck and sprayed out too much resin you can use it to suck back up the resin before you cure it catch <laughs> the resin don't don't hit the button to yes. cure just yeah. let it suck it up so that way you're not wasting resin either um and the the way they've done it is if you want a different color you just move it take out the syringe put in the syringe with a new color and you're good to go um cool so like as a person who's around 3d printing and doing things like this does this sound like something would be useful to you drew i think i think at that diy level you know, like I, I have a MakerBot or I have myself a riffraff or something that I'm, that I'm using. I think this would be kind of an interesting uh, thing to have on hand um, to for repairs or for or for bigger builds to stitch them together. So I think what what they're working on here is, like you said, it's not the prettiest UI, especially on the on the computer side, but it's a good form factor. Like the actual syringe with it with its components, you know, uh, they've done good with that, and I like that. I like the idea that you can actually like repair things. A lot of the things that I that I print for fun, because obviously the the big boys are printing the real things, but the things that I print for fun, all they they do, they're just they're just not super sexy. They're not glossy. You kind of get them out, and it feels like they've got jagged edges. And so this looks like it could be a really interesting way to fill in some of those marks and holes and and places where the uh, rafts were sitting. I like I like it. Yeah. So is it a back tracker sack for you? Uh, as I don't have a three D printer of my own, <laughs> it'll be a track for me. Yeah, okay. If I so I'll make the caveat. If I had a three D printer, yeah, this would be a back for me because I think it's a hundred, hundred thirty dollars. Which in yeah. the world of three D printing, that's not a lot. I mean, you're, you're paying no, yeah, you're paying <laughs> you're you're paying five hundred dollars plus for a three D printer. Something that's going to help you use it is not. I mean, right. It's, it's like a finishing tool. It really yeah. looks like me like a finishing tool. Kind of like you could use super glue, or you could, or you, could, you know, make it really glossy with a resin cured resin. <laughs> yeah. So um, that is the fixer three D. So on to our next project. This um, this one seems really interesting because especially like you, you've taken your family to Disneyland, um, and I just was recently at Disney World, and pin trading is a kind of big thing. 
over there where you kind of like did your kids do that no nah, we didn't we didn't bother like i've collected a couple of pins <laughs> i use them for tie tax but they're mostly all alice in wonderland mm-hmm. i don't know so, so your kids have never done why. like the, the pin trading with like the, nah. the cast members and stuff where you can nah. just swap we, we, we've been young we've been too young still but <laughs> i i have the pins and i wear them on my ties that's what okay. i do and they pick them out so so um would this next project be something you'd wear in your tie I would wear this next project on everything. It would go on my book bag. It would go on my coat. It would go on my shirt daily. And I'd have another one that just mounted outside my door of my office and just stayed there indefinitely. This thing is cool. Let me tell, let me tell you all about what the, this is. This is called the Pins Collective. And it is a project that I think we've probably seen iterations of it, but this one just comes across and right now is looking pretty, looks pretty, pretty sexy. I have some questions, but the idea here is that you can express yourself with a digital pin that you can create, share, wear an image, put an animated GIF on it or, or something like that. It is a very simple concept, but essentially you're talking about the perfect like side uh, sized, you know, like pin, like I'm sorry, I don't know if they put size on here, but it's like an inch and a half, two inch, uh, pin so, yeah. where the inside is that have a it's, size on uh, it? I think it's yeah, it's about the normal size of a button pin that you see everywhere. I mean, like a button pin, right? Yeah, yeah. but on this button pin, it it's it's wearable. You can click clip it onto your outfits, your shirts, your coats, or whatever. But what I love is that it's just this. It's just a screen. It's a screen that's updatable by your phone. With your Android or your iOS device, you can have an app that you pick the pictures or you make, you generate. They have an app that will generate um, you know, animated GIFs, things that move and spirals and swirls and whatnot. And you can make them enter in the app or upload them and then push them to the pen. So one day you could have a Deadpool pen. The next day you could have a picture of, uh, I don't know, like something religious that's not Deadpool. <laughs> right? I mean, you could... You could switch this out for whatever you want. I was trying to think of something that was like the flip flop. Uh, is this a good time to ask? Wow. Have you seen Deadpool? Just oh yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. It was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> okay. just, like you could have one. It could just say Ajax, and then it'll flip over to be like Francis Ajax Francis. It'd be funny. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, he he. That was a very specific example of going from Deadpool and then going to yes. a religious something. <laughs> you know, the day after. That's I'm, I enjoyed it immensely. I had to I had to cover my own eyes at some parts, cover my ears, but it was it was still really good. Anyway, I love this. I I think I think we've seen iterations of this in different ways, but there's something simple about this being just a a, a pin on pin that you can update. Uh, and you know, no matter what your mood is for the day, you could just switch it up. And it it looks like as uh, we're talking about like. See, I can't find the specs anymore. But two it's, inches. It's, it's not two like, inches is the di- is diameter, and the screen is one point three inches on there. Okay, so the the, the screen the screen is smaller, but it, the colors are fantastic. Like it has what is it seventy seven thousand dots and and two hundred sixty two thousand yeah. colors. Like this isn't a Pebble screen. This is like closer to the I don't wouldn't quite get it to Apple Watch level. But anyway, I'm loving it. I really like the idea. They have this idea you can build a community. You can share pins. Two people could have their pins, send the graphic to each other, and they both set their pins to the same color. Like I've heard that the Secret Service, every time they're on a gig, they may not know each other, but they have the same pin. So you can recognize people that are on your team because of this, like, you know, lapel pin. 
think about meeting random strangers at conventions or, or places where even like matchmaker.com or something, <laughs> you just both have the pin and you can wander around the mall. And as soon as you see somebody with your matching color, it'd be like, like a game of match me. It'd be like, <gasps> you have Deadpool. I have Deadpool. You must be the person I'm looking for. You see, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I, I, lo- uh, I, I love how you mentioned the matchmaking because on our last episode, there was a they were doing their hundred thousand stats on there, and one of them mm. was there was actually a project creator and a backer. They ended up getting married um, on there. So, oh, so you know. that's ridiculous. Why would you do that? Okay. So, uh, so I made it my goal to back a lot of Kickstarter projects to find this is right out there. <laughs> So maybe this maybe this pin will help me. <laughs> this, that too. this might be the one. Okay, I love I love that you could put album art on there. You could switch up your album art every day or all you know whatever it is. I bet you could probably hack something together that, like a, an IFTT that just said whatever I'm listening to on my iTunes or my Apple Music get the album art gets pushed out to the pin. Then whatever you're listening to, everybody would totally know what you've got going on. Um, I love it. So for me, it's totally a back. Um, the things that I, you know, kind of questioning right now is the the way the pin clips on. This is kind of an expensive thing to have on yeah, a it, normal it's, it's button a pin. Old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah I just feel like yikes, that thing could fall off. That thing could just, you know, <laughs> it looks a little scary right now for their their actual, uh, you know, the way it attaches. But I also like that they they show it in different regards. They show it as not just on your person but on a necklace, on a lanyard, on a doorway. I would put this outside my office and I would mount it in some more of a permanent fashion and just send things to it. Like I'll be back in 10 minutes or don't bother me today. <laughs> oh, wow. So you, you were thinking more calm things. Cause I'd, I'd be thinking like, it'd just be, you know, uh, the, 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 the bird flipping emoji showing up. Yeah. You know, your students coming by I'm like, Oh, and I would make people, I'd make people ask me questions under the door or like through the door. And they'd be like, Drew, can you come out here and watch this video for me? And then I would just quickly find my app and I'd pull up the, the graphic that flashes. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Go back to work. Oh, man. So I love this one. I think it's good. The price point is up there. So you're talking uh, almost $99 for retail, but their um, their early, early bird, bird backers. 60? Yeah. 60, it's at 60 right now. Yeah, the 50 one's all Shipping. gone. Because these guys are not uh usa shipping's 15 on top of that oh yeah because they're from the europe because so, i noticed how they yep. wrote their decimal points uh, <laughs> yep yep so you're looking at 75 to get an early bird I, I i i'm calling this a back uh i really i really like the idea i think it's super super fun i can't wait to see him in the wild that's what i'm saying uh, pin collection yeah. no pins collective yeah yeah this this one this one i think is a is a back for me too because i want to really I I take your idea and do the uh, ift, but it it would tap into your find my friend. So that way, when you're like within a 500 yard radius of me, my pin would just like change into a giant smiley face. I'm like, Drew's around. I gotta find Drew. I gotta find Drew. I like that idea. It's like you just just tap in. See, that'd be fun to put that into like your like to a sentient. Um, web reader that would look at your like last ten tweets and balance like gauge your mood and <laughs> yeah. and put that on the pen and it'd just be like according to the tweets this is what he's thinking right now I like this idea I want to oh, get one just to play with that yeah I, yeah I, I I think this one's a back for me on there all right Dang. all right so for our last project of the night um you're 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 into the home automation you 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 have yourself a nest and you you have the fire alarm yes. too don't you 
on there? I have the nest. I have the protect. Um, I've got a, I've got a couple of things. In fact, today I got this sweet training on somebody's uh, like a giant building's AV system that's all automated. You hit buttons and things like light up and <laughs> screens. Yeah, I love this stuff. Uh, so what is this one? On there. So have you ever had this problem? And you probably have this problem more now because your girls are little because you can't use them as slave labor to close the blinds and stuff because they're maybe yeah they can't i don't they can't them with reach my blinds. and they can't reach right they're short right there so, right. so well, this is this is a great one so our next project is called the eye blinds and what the hmm. eye blinds is is a way to use your existing blinds and make it into a home automated blind so you can control it with uh, make essentially make smart blinds so what you do what you do is it's this little motor right there that you put into the top of your blind housing. So you got to take your blinds apart. You got to take the tilt rod out and the existing tilt thingamabobber. And essentially what you're doing is you're replacing this motor with the tilt thingamabobber. And then you put your tilt rod mm. back in and it pairs to your, uh, to your app or it goes through Z wave. Yes. Z wave. So for those who don't know, Z wave is kind of one of those home automation standards on there. So it should work with a whole bunch of things. You can pair it with that and then control how you open and close your blinds using this thing, right? <laughs> using the eye blinds. And you, you don't even mm. have to be home because it connects to your Wi-Fi, if I'm reading this right. And you can even program it. So say, hey, I know the sun sets around like 5. I can have it open and close. Or you get home around 6 or something and you're like, oh, I don't want the house to be. Or I, you keep, you know, right. you want to keep your house warm or cold Privacy. depending on there. Close it. Yeah. 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 Or, or, you know, oh, it's date night. So you just program it to close at six and no one will know. Um, on their show. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I really like the idea of this because it's really simple and it looks like something I could do. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know a lot about blinds on there, but you don't have to hire anybody. I looked at their instructions. You literally just take out the you know existing tilt thingamabobber and then you put this in, and you pair it. And what's great is that it runs on. It uses a USB port to charge the motor, so you can either have that, a you know a USB wall adapter or stuff. Or he sells a solar panel add-on that you can oh, hook yes. onto because I mean you're at the window. <laughs> Already. I was going to ask. I was like, "How do you? you I'm not going to run a, a wire out of you know. I have three blinds for my main window upstairs. I'm not going to run wires out of all three of them and run them down to a to a wall ward. That would be ugly. Yeah. But a solar panel, yeah, so brilliant. You, yeah, and and like it just fits already on there. You just leave it there. The solar panel keeps your um, I you know your eye blinds charged, uh, and your, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Guess what? Bob's my uncle. Stace, Stace said I could have some money for making all those ebooks. I convinced her to pay to pay me like some, you know, spending spending money. This is what I want. This is fantastic. Yeah, and so, like, it's since it's Z-Way compatible, it's compatible with all these things like uh, Vivint, which is big in Utah. Um, your ADT, your mm-hmm. Honeywell's, all all these kind of home automation systems, even Smart Things. So, with Smart Things, if you don't know, which was another Kickstarter project, um, it's a giant hub that actually will com- let tries to become the standard for all these home automation things. So if this pairs with the smart things hub and you have other automated things, you can, you know, your Philips Hughes, your Sonoses and everything, they all will work together. So uh, I I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not lying, Drew. You know, you get this, you get a Sonos, you get Philips Hughes, yep. Hughes in your house. I'm just programming. I would never move. 
just just program date night or romantic mode when the kids are all away with the grandpa and grandma <laughs> and just like button like how you do it and i would i would i would put hot chocolate <laughs> Ooh, you sexy thing and like the blinds would come down the lights would dim and kind of like a blue red you know disco feet oh my gosh oh, it's just perfect <laughs> so, i'm ready like this is a back for me because i love how you don't have to buy new blinds you can just use the ones that you already have yep Yep, and that's huge. I mean, that's the those are those are hundred dollar blinds usually the times the kind that they're showing in the video. And that solar panel add on is like twenty bucks, which is totally worth not having to hassle with running you know cables down the wall and towards. So, gosh, this is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to show Peach right now. So yeah, this one's a back for me. On there. Yes, yeah, definitely a back for me as well. All right, so our now it is time for our sack of the week. And, uh, oh, come on. Sing it, sing it loud. Sing it right. proud. It's time for echo. our sack of the week. Yes. So yes. have yes. you ever done something that you've regretted and wish you could go back to fix it? Or have you ever mm-hmm. wish you, you could look yes. into the future to see how successful your girls are and, you know, if they're yes. taking care of you or do you need to go, you go retrain them to take care of you when you're old? Um yeah, I'm a firm believer of parents brainwashing their kids to take care of them when they're old. Um, <laughs> it works so well, and I don't have kids, so, <laughs> so I'm just you know I don't know. I'm I think I'm slowly convincing Drew to join that bandwagon. But so <laughs> this project is called Back to the Future or Forward to the Past, um, hmm. and it shows you know a nice picture of the TARDIS. They're looking for five hundred thousand dollars. Um, and so it's fantasy plus one, two, three, ten years equals reality. Future somewhere near top secret is how they do it. Um, and they're talking about this top secret project that time travel is possible. Um, and ask you all these questions, you know, today, yesterday, today, (laughs) yesterday, today, showing pictures of old times and modern times. Um, what is this? I don't even know what that is. Uh, oh, that's a washing machine. Uh, what is this? What, hair dryer? There's a rock. Uh, there's a rock. They've drawn a phone on a rock. Yeah. Um, tanks oh. on there. Um, but literally, the whole project is just pictures of before and after. Yesterday, today, yeah. yesterday, um, today. Yeah, and then I I don't understand this. Uh, one future somewhere near. Two be ready. Three be first. Four top secret. Five, the certificate is unlimited duration. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I, I just... You're, what are you buying? So, like, $300, you can buy a certificate to visit the future for three minutes. A lot or a no, you decide. Time travel is possible. Certificate is unlimited duration. Three minutes in the future? I, I don't like how the pick. Can I, like, get both? Five minutes in the future? Thirty minutes is three thousand dollars. I don't understand. Like who, who said this was a good idea? Because here's the thing: usually we find some of these, and this one's this one's borderline. But this one actually seems to be relatively well written. Like the copywriting, the edit on it, um, what is written are complete sentences, and some of them make sense individually. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm oh, just, wow. I'm just, I, I don't, I, oh, wow. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I think this guy well, has. If it's only, yeah. I I think he has a time machine and he's offering trips through it. I but I'm not quite sure. 
I think that's what we're supposed to gather. It's like if if you back this, he's gonna let you use his machine. I mean, it really makes sense. If I had a time machine, I would I would monetize that for sure. His I, I his Facebook know. page is facebook.com dot oh one time machine. So yeah, I'm doing I, a little. I guess yeah, I'm doing a little I, check. Yeah, I'm not gonna sack this one. I'm backing. I'm climbing in that time oh, machine. Oh, you, you're, and I'm you're going, going for the Phew. six grand on there. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, learn. So, so I gotta ask: Are you going in the past or are you going in the future? Because you only pick one. Oh, I'm going to the future. Uh, I'm uh, going to the future. Or, like how far in the future? Just are you, are you like um, old Drew, about, old, about, old man Drew, future, or like super, super no, future? No. no, no, like relatively, like just fifty year old Drew. So about ten years. I'm gonna go check out fifty year old Drew, which would put my girls at like right in that like teenage era, and I would yeah. I would try and find like. Uh, in the three minutes that I had, of course, in three minutes. Oh I no, no! If you're paying the six grand, you get an hour. So I'm not paying. <laughs> I can pay oh. six grand. I have, although I oh. probably need an hour because I'd sit. In, I'm sitting down and I'd be like, "Girls, I'm your old man, but I'm your young. I'm like, I'm me when I'm younger. When you're still little <laughs> girls, what do I? How do I? How do I raise you right? What do I need to do? That's what I would do. I would like ask them questions, and they'd be like, "Get away! You're a stranger!" And I'd be like, "Yes, I did my job." <laughs> What if they start talking yeah, well, to you? Strangers. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, you're cool. We'll <laughs> move in with you right now. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. That is a weird sack. If you you got to check out his Facebook page. The pictures are hilarious. I, I'm loving these pictures that he put on this post. One thing, if you're making your own project, do not make your entire project just pictures. Just, just pictures. Just, just pictures. Oh, are these his, his notes? Oh man, he's oh, got all yeah. of his. Hand. He's he's got sketchbook notes. This is this, sketchbook. I, like this, you could build your own if yeah. you look at his notes. Yeah, exactly. This is all written in Swedish, I guess. Uh, or, or, are we still? Is he still Swedish? I don't well, know. Well, he's he from Switzerland. I don't know what they speak okay. in Switzerland. Okay. Right? Is that right, or am I wrong? <laughs> I don't know. I, I look past him. <laughs> I barely know English. <laughs> it does say Geneva, Switzerland? One team member. That's what it says. Wow. But th- those well, are acrylic letters up there. Maybe he's Russian. Wonders what he's doing. Maybe he's Russian hiding out because he was from Switzerland the first time around. Now that he's in the future, he's he's Russian. I, just, I, I don't know. I, 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 um, all right, I gotta do sure. some more research. This guy's gonna send me down a rabbit hole because I'm gonna go finding like all the strange little <laughs> dark parts of the internet where people actually travel to the future. I'm gonna figure this sure. out. All right. So that is our episode of the Kickcast on there. If you guys have any projects, any sacks of the week, or any um projects you want us to feature or kick shouts I'm, I'm always looking for people to send us some kick shouts let us know at kickcast at ktdata.net for some odd reason i don't understand why but when people try to reach this show they don't email kickcast at ktdata.net they no end- actually end up getting a, i get quite a bit more at little big cast yeah and i i, <laughs> I, I even gotten some from noms and i don't even publish that email address. i just that's funny I just don't understand kickcast at ktdata.net or if you want it easier just leave it on our facebook page facebook.com slash kickcast or on twitter at night 20 for that beautiful man over there at ktdata for myself oh make sure you guys go to night 20 right now and check out the adorable um, video that was posted um, on there or at kickcast for the show if you miss any of these if you want to have access to this time machine thing head on over to kickcast.net for show notes, and we'll have links to all the things on there. Um, Drew, you got any cool projects coming up soon? Or are you just oh, thinking no, of grading? I'm, 
Done. I'm done. I'm just breathing. In fact, <laughs> so here's what I'm doing over. It's my spring break next week, which is Ooh. like I'm not ready for. Going to but California? for my spring break, uh, I'm not going anywhere. I am putting the kid in uh, an extended hours for her preschools so that I can work on another Final Cut Pro um, online class. If you want to so learn. One... Yeah. Yep. If you want to yeah. learn Final Cut, I can teach you. Yeah. If you want to learn from so. the best, make sure you pay attention for Drew's courses. Yeah, I have I have one on Udemy and one on Curious.com, kind of the same course that just teaches you the basics. And I'm going to spend a week next week building the advanced course, like all the other things. So I'm kind of excited about it. And but, that will man, be on Lynda.com. Yeah, that, exactly. I'm going <laughs> to spread it to one more. No, Curious, Curious is actually giving me an advance to make it. So Ooh, fancy. So make uh-huh. sure you guys check that out. Um, our next show will be February, not February, March 15th, um, 2016 on there. And... Um, I hope you guys enjoy. Again, I apologize for anybody who noticed that I went two weeks without posting a KitCast episode because I'm stupid. Um, but I will make sure this episode gets posted in a timely manner and not sitting in draft form for two weeks on the website. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Oopsie. All right, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Good night.